Get ready, folks. It is time for In the Mix Conversations with Colette and Corliss. And we've got a great show for you this afternoon. And it is hump day. And you know we always bring you the news and views that you can use. This is where we talk to you, for you, with you, and about you. And it is all good. And we are living a golden life. So let's get it going. It is time for In the Mix on Hump Day. It is time for In the Mix. Take it away. We're living a life like it is golden. Yes. All right. Hey, it's five o'clock. Wow. Today, it's just been a busy day. As you can see, I'm at my mama house. Just left work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my mama house. Hey, y'all. Uh-huh. You hear in the background. You are, You know how she is. She don't understand mute for nothing. <laughs> anyway, she, 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 say wave, mama, so you can wave it, Miss okay. Colette. Hey. Hi. And that's her caregiver. Okay, okay. Well, good afternoon, good evening, happy Thursday to those who are on Thursday in another place on another part of the world. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? Okay, so first of all, why do we have five police chases yesterday? Like, what is that about? Uh-oh, sorry, I forgot to turn off my phone. Yeah, what is that about? What, what, what? There were five. I missed I mean, it felt five. like five. I think it was three. Yeah, it was no, no, you're probably right. It was five. It was five. It was three. It was three for sure. I went to bed. Yeah, I went to sleep on one, and then it was yeah, another I saw one. that one, yes. I'm just like, what is, what is because this? they're going to get away with it? You know what? Just look around, and this is what I try to tell everybody look around things have never been this bad before ever they're shutting down those six 7-eleven stores that were robbed they're shutting those down there are 16 starbucks stores that are closing because Because of security because of the security the lack of security and because of the violence that is going on they're shutting those starbucks down and they're finding jobs for all of those employees in other parts of the country that's a message right now because if starbucks is shutting down and you know starbucks is about their money okay they're shutting down well how many was it 12 13 six it was 16 16 starbucks that they're closing 16 folks stop thinking everything is okay because it isn't stop thinking it stop thinking it Okay. They have lost, they really yeah. have lost their minds. Yeah. I mean, they when I heard that this morning, I was like, it's yes. Yeah, they have lost their minds. Things have never been this bad. I don't care what people say. I don't care. I've been on this planet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to be here another 70 years, but this shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon my vernacular, mother. This but, is but some crazy things, stuff. But, yeah. When it gets to the Starbucks is closing down, something is really wrong. This is crazy. The violence, the stuff that's going on every single day. Oh, oh, okay. Hi, is that Joe Jones? Yes, it is. Hey, Joe, Joe Jones. Jones. How are you? Well, hey, hello, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm wonderful. My apologies for being a couple minutes behind. If you, if you only knew what I'm dealing with. No, that's okay. You're right on time. This is a typical monologue dialogue that we have during each show and sometimes prior to the show but you're right on time we really want to talk to you because you're talking about black love which fits right into what we're talking about 
Awesome. Question: Is this is this a an audio or just uh, audio or or is it video as well? Turn on your camera. <laughs> okay, I, get me right because I'm, I'm trying to make see, it happen. We can see each other, but our audience is only on audio. But we'd like to know. Okay, I'd like so to know I, who I'm I, talking to. So yes. I got to turn my video camera on. Turn yeah, because I want to know who I'm talking on. to. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying. Okay, you get it. You go ahead and okay, get so it together. <laughs> okay, I turned my camera on, so I'm just trying to figure this thing out. Okay, so you must right. be on your phone. Yeah, because the phone, because it's only right. showing yeah. that you're on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I had to get on my phone because I have another meeting where I park where my new meeting is going to be right after you. So okay. I'm I'm here already. So I'm I'm ready to deal with you, and I got a special surprise for you too. Oh, great! So are you well, going to relog yeah. back on so that we can um, see you? Now he's on his phone. So what? So, so would I log back on on in the, my Zoom app or something like that? Yes. But I think I do have a Zoom app. But he, okay. he has a, I have a website, though. I have a Zoom app, but I can't use my camera and talk when I use my Zoom app. I'm not sure how Corliss I, does it. She's a little bit more knowledgeable well, than I'm I am. Well, I'm on the laptop. That's why. Okay, but you know how to well, use try, your phone. I tried to use... Yeah, I tried to way, use that other Zoom app and it wouldn't take. Right, because oh, you have to me? go through you have to go through our website. So I don't know. I can okay. text you. I can. Let, let me try. Let me try the. I'm going to text you the login information onto your phone. So don't hang okay. up until I can text you the, get your phone number on right. my phone, and then I'm going to send it to you right now. And all you got to do is follow the step by step um, from your if you're on a laptop. Um, what's that? Two five one. Two, I think I think I have the information, but it, I was clicking the, the code and it it kept denying it for whatever reason. Oh. So, well, but the one I did here on the phone, when I did uh, with the phone, it worked. Okay. Well, I'm going to send okay. you. I'm going to send it to the phone that I'm. I see that you're on. Two five one. Uh huh. And even if you send an email, I mean, I can get an email as well. So it's just whatever you want to do. Did you just get my text? Hi. I said hi. Uh, yes, I did. I got okay, your so hi. I'm gonna send, I got I'm it. Gonna send, okay, I'm going to send you the logon information because I just like to know who I'm talking to. And again, our, our listeners can only hear you, but we can see each other. So I'm exactly. That's fine. Right now. You and were. In the meantime, what we were doing was just catching up on current events of Los Angeles and Dallas and just the world as we do for yes. the first five or seven minutes. I just okay. sent you, I just sent you, um, the uh, information. So okay. go ahead and do that. Okay, I got it. And and if you don't mind, I have another uh, a meeting directly after at like six fifty at five fifty five. Okay, Not is that cool? Not all right, problem. no problem at all. So I'm I'm logging into ITM Radio, right? Yeah, just follow that Let's to see. the T. It should tell you exactly what's going okay. on. But in the meantime, while you're doing that, we were just kind of catching up on on the. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so we've got not only the Starbucks closing, which we were just saying, I mean, when I heard that this morning, I was like, Starbucks is about their money. So something is really wrong if Starbucks is closing stores. We've got folks that's been sh- getting shot up at 7-Elevens. There's a guy that's been, uh, they think it's the same guy. He's been going to different 7-Elevens all over the place and killing folks. Mm-hmm. Then we got somebody who just beat down some Asians in a McDonald's drive through Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's McDonald's, but it was a fast food drive through and somebody cut in front and said, she, she said, okay, my mama wants to interject with the real story. Here we go. Well, what, well, what we're talking about today is black love. 
with Jay Jones. And he will be talking to us and telling us about the event that's coming up this weekend in Inglewood. And it is about Black love, amongst other things. Right. So he is, if you saw the information, he is the host of the show. It takes place in Inglewood. He's oh, also the name going. Of it? I'm sorry. Black love. love oh, uh, yeah. It's it's called it's Black Love. It's Truth for Change. And one of the things that I thought was so appropriate is you might remember we did a Tell the Truth event earlier in the year. And this fits right in with tell the truth because I'm hearing recently that there's so much dissension and discord between black men and black women, between black women and black men. And we had someone on yesterday from the black family magazine. And if we don't create a foundation, we're lost. We're lost as it is. But in order for us to have something that's going to help us upright ourselves, we have to have a foundation. We have to have a foundation. And that foundation is built on respect. And that's yes. what's happening. It's the lack yes. of respect that Black men and Black women have for each other. Yes, absolutely. And how it's been caused, you know, they've been hurt, they've been hurt, this, that, that, and the other. Either way, we've lost that in the last generation. Yes. In the last yeah, we have. Generation. Absolutely. That's a fact. And if we don't figure out or come up with a strategy on how to regain that, just like Nick said, it's written. We are zero in this world, not only in an economic world, we're zero in the world. We will not count. We will just not count. So it, it's it's really something that, that things have gotten to the point where they are. Now, I'm quite surprised that the guy that did this crime at the 7-Elevens, I'm surprised that it's a black guy. I'm surprised. That's usually not the MO of black guys. They don't go on sprees like that. They go get each other. But on a spree such as this one, that's a little different. That's a little different. And if, if he's... He's probably a homeless guy that got a gun and we don't even know how this happened, but we've got to get to some kind of conclusion with this. I'm shocked because they're going to shoot him. He's a black guy. And as soon as they find him, they're going to shoot him. They're going to shoot him and they're going to shoot him with a whole bunch of bullets. They're going to take him out. They're going to take him out. So I'm hoping that we can find a way to resolve this because this is crazy. Oh my God. This I, is just crazy. If I may, so Joe Jones, are you okay? From from the website, what is the, the login? I, Cause I had to go a whole different route. What's the login through the website? 658. Passcode. 658. Okay. Okay. 658. 470. 470. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Looks like we're making it happen. Okay. okay. I see your name. We're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And this okay. is what's wrong with black love. We're not there to, to encourage our brothers <laughs> and to assist them. <laughs> That's right. And assist them I when they need the, us. 
There you go. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, Joe, Joe Jones, yeah. while, while we're waiting for that one to connect, why don't you tell us more about who you are and what you're doing and why the Black Love Truth for Change is so important? Well, um, I'm, my name is Joe Jones, of course, and uh, I've been an event planner and promoter in L.A. for about 33 years. And uh, I've always kind of dibbled and dabbled with events that uh, were focused on relationship material and that type of thing and trying to get people to be more cognizant of relationships and love and all that good stuff. So in that quest, you know, it's been obviously a pretty good while since people have been doing events. And uh, unfortunately, you know, as we see the decline and we see all the problems and the dissension with relationships, it kind of made me feel, you know, a responsibility once I got back into events, which is this is my first major event since I've been back in the, on the scene doing events. Yeah, since I've been back on the scene, uh, this is the first major event I've done. And I just felt like I, I wanted to do something to get the communication going between men and women uh, as it pertained to relationships. So, you know, here we are. Uh, you know, we got this event this Saturday, July 16th. It's called Where is the Love? And uh, it's a concert and conversation about relationships. So okay. that's where we are. Hold on a quick second. Is there a message asking you to use your computer Wi-Fi? Because you're showing that you want to connect, but you haven't hit that. that, that okay. Top, okay. That I guess, so, so I do the Wi-Fi one? The Wi-Fi so, one? What's the, what's, the, what's the top one? Okay. I think you just did okay, it. Okay. I just, I just hit the button. Okay. Hopefully. Okay, now you can take yourself off of mute on that side. But it should have showed his face. Oh, okay, so you should be on there where you can stop the video. I mean... Okay, I, I don't see my face up on this thing. Look on the bottom left where it says start video and take that X off the start video and then we can see you. Hopefully. Okay, well, unmute. Start video. There, there we go. go. Well, it wasn't go. there, so it wasn't there at first. There we go, I see you. Yeah, okay. that, wasn't, hey. that wasn't there at first. Right. Sorry about that. So we own, we own. That's right. That's right. Now I see two, now I see two screens on, but one of them is going in and out. But I see, definitely see myself and I see something. And we okay, can see as you. long as we can hear you and there's no echo, you're fine. Okay, we're good. Okay, so okay, tell me, us about yeah, I Saturday. Have, I have to turn. Can you hear me now? Well, we yeah, can hear leave you. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Touch nothing. Just put your arm in the air and that'll keep Hello. the antenna going. <laughs> Excuse me? I said, put your left arm in the air and hold it, and that'll keep the antenna, and you just hold it for the rest of the show. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, so I, gotta, I gotta be like this? Yeah, you gotta be like The whole time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear about I bet this that one. would work, wouldn't it? You know what? The coat hanger used to work back in the day. Quietness is kept, so I'm just saying. <laughs> That's right. That's so tell right. us about. So tell us about where is the. You said where is the love? That Saturday. What time? Saturday. Yeah, where is the love? It's, it's the event is Saturday, and it's going to be held at the Miracle Theater in Inglewood, oh, and that's, that's right at two two six North two two six South uh, uh, Market Street, right near Manchester and uh, and and Market. No, I, I was just really really nice state of the art facility. What time? It's just remodeled it. It's very nice. What time? Uh, the event starts at six o'clock. It's going to be a cocktail hour, and then uh, we're going to transition into the facility, and we're going to have the panel uh, about seven thirty till about 
till about ten till about nine thirty actually. And then and then we're gonna have a full scale blown up concert. It's gonna oh, be I'm so crazy. Mad. I have I have loose ends. Oh, I, I have kid Casey Veggies, a former Rock Nation artist. And then I have uh Sam Cook's granddaughters, the Womack sisters. Okay. And they're actually Bobby Womack's nieces. Oh, dang. I, I, and I, yeah. you know what? And I'm around the corner from there, or not far from there, off of Crenshaw and 109th. But I am going to another oh, concert. I'm going to another concert at the Funk and Soul Fest at the Microsoft. I'm going with my best friend. So yeah, me and her uh, are going to that. So I was hoping you were going to say 1 p.m. so I could do both. But no, I hate. I'm gonna miss that. Dang it. Uh. So yeah, so tell us. Tell us about the the plight between black men and black women. And you're talking about black love. What are we missing? How can we fix this? What are we doing? When and where did we go wrong? Because I don't think it's ever been this bad. I don't think it's ever been this bad. And Kevin Samuels, somebody mentioned Kevin Samuels to me. I don't know him. Yeah. But, and I know that he's no longer with us. He's no longer amongst the living. Oh. But I understand he was someone who had a great deal to say about black women, such disparaging things that he said about black women. And he said, women over 30 are the big Shirley's and they might as well just throw in the towel. Cause they're no good. Nobody wants them. You'll be alone. With the rest of- Kevin Samuels. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I just want Kevin Samuels to know, baby, I'm, I'm going to be 70 in a few weeks and there's no way, honey, I'm the brand spanking new Ford. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's right. Eventually That's right. somebody gonna tell him. Okay. He's no longer with us, but I wonder why. He shouldn't have said that. He sh- from what I hear, he has said some terribly disparaging things about uh <laughs> about uh black women. I've never well, heard well, that. That's I mean, crazy, it- but okay. Well, here it is. I mean, you know, from 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 my perspective, you know, first and foremost, recognize I have women in my family I love and I adore. My daughters, my people that are in my life, female wise, and I respect women. Period. Uh, but the reality is, is I think that you know, people kind of when when we talk about media related things and anything on the on the on the internet and that kind of thing, I think we kind of isolate to certain points that that are beneficial to us. What what people did not realize is that Kevin Samuels initially uh, started off talking about men, and he was critical and he was hard on men, and he you know he he had you know made things to say that pertain to men as well, but he ultimately transitioned and started doing things when it came down to to the women on the women's side, and I would be the first to tell you that there was times, you know, that he, he made me cringe in terms of some of the things he said. But when you look at the big picture in terms of what he was talking about, and he only said this kind of stuff to certain people who did not listen to the overall philosophy of what he was talking about. You know what I mean? So, yes, he was, he was, he, it was that whole thing to me where it's not what you say, but how you say it. But I think he talked harsh because he felt like he was getting ratings based on the, you know, the, the, you know, he was getting likes and getting people to follow him based on the controversial conversation. 
But in, in, the, in the interim, if you look at some of the things that he said, you know, from men, certain men understood, certain women understood, but then there was the women who just, you know, people who kind of looked at the disrespectful way that he expressed himself, which, which I do not condone, uh, you know, just the way he put the message out. But his message came from a, an educated perspective. Some of it was, of course, you know, his own philosophy. But, you know, when you listen to it as a man, some of, a lot of, more of it made sense than not. But definitely he was, he was, he was kind of harsh. But then at the same time, you know, sometimes uh, lessons come in, in harsh ways and they may not be expressed in a way that we think they should, which he was wrong for the way he was talking. But if we, if we focus in on what he was saying, I think we would, we would uh, accept it a little bit better as opposed to how he said it. And, and you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. And in teaching communication at the administrative level and the um, classified level, if you will, People do hear things differently, but if you want to get your message across, there are ways in which the delivery can be respectful without being, without changing the message. You can be respectful without, and still get your message across. You don't have to be disrespectful. Uh, that's, that's, you know, there are ways around that. And that to me, and don't take this the wrong way. That comes with knowing. It comes with intellect. It comes with ability. It comes with a decision for one to say, I got to deliver this message and I'm not deliver it in a painful way. Because if it's delivered in a painful way, ain't nobody going to get it. They're going to get the pain, which means I have, I've defeated myself. Yeah. So whatever the message is, I, I, don't defeat mm -hmm. yourself. Yes, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think, I think you'd find that a great deal of men agree with you. Uh, you know, in terms of the, his delivery, it was harsh. Sometimes it was disrespectful, and uh, you know, but like I said, you know, in, in all fairness to him, he was harsh and disrespectful to men as well. That's just, that was just his personality, I guess. He he just was very contrite in the way he delivered, you know. But at the same time, you know, what I mean, he if you if you look back to the lessons and the and the issues that he discussed, he had some valid points, you know. And I think you know maybe you know people take the time to maybe go back and reflect without the anger of how he's saying things, they may get a little bit out of it. Yeah, and by that time, it's over. Nobody's listening. The damage has been done. So yeah. they, it's like, well, let me just say well, it this true. way. It's like, let me say it but, this but way. You have, but you have to recognize that a whole lot of people tuned in, and the only reason they tuned in because they heard, hey, it's this guy that be saying all this harsh stuff and da-da-da-da-da. That's why they tuned in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And but these were women the calling his station. Asking him for advice. And, but it didn't change anything. It didn't change the behavior because look at where we are. And I don't really know him. I don't know. Someone mentioned yeah. him to me yesterday and he was shocked that I didn't know anything about him. And I understand 
He did a lot on social media, which I'm not a fan of. But by the same yeah. token, by the same token, I believe that everybody is responsible for where we are in the black family. And to what extent are you going to, you know, put us out there so that you can get ratings? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Are you going to, you know, talk about women yes. in, a, in a disrespectful way so that you can get ratings? So I can call and be like, what you talking about? And so then everybody's listening to our dialogue and you getting ratings on my and or black women's expense or whomever you are disrespecting's expense. So, I mean, but that's social media. That's what, what the world wants to see. Yeah. Sad, sadly enough, it, it is the truth. It is the truth. Real, real, real quick though. See, I had a, I had a surprise for you. Okay. And uh, I, I didn't get the opportunity. We didn't get the opportunity to let you know for sure, but I wanted you to know who you got royalty Right here in this truck, in the way of the lead singer of Loose Ends, Jane Eugene. Oh, hey! Oh, wow. Hey, Jane, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. Glad that you're with us. Hi, nice to meet you. So tell us about what you'll be doing on Saturday. Uh, we'll be singing, we'll be performing. We will be uh, providing the music. You'll be providing the music. Yeah, the entertainment, the joy, the joy part of life. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. So, when are we going to see more of Loose Ends? Uh, actually, on Saturday night. <laughs> on Saturday night, but are, do you have any new music? Do you have anything coming out? I don't have any new music coming out, but I'm always out in the country performing. Okay. Now, Loose Ends, you guys are from London, right? Well, I've actually lived in Los Angeles for the last 25 years. Oh, okay. Okay. But did you originate out of London? I did. I originated out of England. Oh, oh nice. South, Okay, South England. And our showrunner lived in London for a period of time uh, when she went to college. She went to Bath University. What part of London? What part? She went to uh, what was it? I was Bath, in Bath. Bath University. Where? I was in Bath, which is about uh, an hour outside oh, of wow. London. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yes. And how long did you stay there? That was, it was just a study abroad program, so it was seven months. So it was from uh, January, I got back in, I think it was July, right before right before 9-11, actually. Really? Mm -hmm. And what did yeah. you study? This was uh, international uh, film, international communications and film. And that was a branch oh, off okay. of my studies, yeah, which was radio, television, film, and journalism. And, and what did you find... That was different about the two countries. I did find uh, cultural fundamentals. The ideologies were extremely different, even though the culture itself, on some of the more some of the surfaces, had very much had a lot of similarities. So uh, belief structures were very different. So um, that is to say, priorities. Um, some of the priorities that I found that were a little bit different were. Um, uh, nationality and people's ideas and ways of being kind of took the priority um, over um, 
In the U.S., everything is about money and anything that'll get you to money. So people adapt, you know, their personalities. They change their entire personhood in order to become closer aligned with anything that looks like money or is money itself. Whereas there, there were some uh, a few more wholesome fundamentals that I did find there. Family mattered more. Oh no, one second, please. Yeah, stop eating and using the chip bag. Because I can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> you gotta love it. Being clowned by the, the I can't hear what you're saying. You need to say okay. <laughs> I love the organic. <laughs> right. So, so remember, right. this is live um, radio. I found it very different when I came here. Although we speak the same English, culturally, it's extremely different. Yeah. Extremely different. And you're right, everything is more based on um, making money. Right. But then again, that's why everybody comes here. Right, exactly. I, I actually, uh, as soon as I got off of the plane, I flew back home. I flew out from SFO, flew back in through SFO. And um, as soon as I walked out of the airport, I remember turning around wanting to just get back on the plane and go back, but then the doors closed right in front, right in front of me. So then I, the reality <laughs> that I was back home hit, and I did not enjoy being back home. Something was, it was too familiar, and it was something that I just did not want to continue doing. Um, but it was hard to identify. I, I couldn't articulate exactly what it was since I was barely new to life. I was still in college, so I hadn't learned everything just yet. But once I got into the world, I could identify more of those markers that I'd like to change in my own life. Um, but then that kind of led me away from wanting to go back to England and, and to explore more uh, other countries, So, which is still something that I'd like to do. So uh, that includes going to a country where I do not speak the language at all, and I'd have to just learn it from baby steps. So that's uh, well, we're gonna find. Okay. There, there was there was the. Uh... You guys are ignoring me now that you have a superstar oh, no. here. Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, as a matter I wanted of fact, I wanted to ask a really important question. Uh -huh. Do you think that the people are more racist in England or less racist? I found it to be less racist. I, you could feel the difference in the air. I, I think too. Yeah. It was, I think it's more in the faces. Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's more it's in the faces and, and the races are, are much nicer. I have right. a question. I have a question since we're back on the black love. How did, how did you feel black male and female relationships differ than here in 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 the states than in England from what yeah, you remember. I know you've been here the last. I feel years. that uh, black love is much better in England. I feel that black men have so much to deal with being a black man in America that they don't have enough to give you in in America. They have so much to yeah. being a black man. Agreed. In America, they're so stressed out once they walk outside their front door right. that they don't have enough energy to give you when they come home. Correct. Wow, that's 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 I a think. great question, Corliss. I'm glad you asked that, and that's an even better answer because I never thought about anything like that. Yes, you black think about it, I mean, like when you walk out the door, you. I have to come. I have to come in the yeah. studio with you. Yes, yes, you do, and and, and discuss that. You know? Yes, 
and and that's oh, we're going to be at this show. We're going to be uh, doing Hanging on a String, Slow Down, Mr. Bachelor. You yeah, can't we stop the rain. Hanging on a String. Yeah, yeah we want to hear that. Time. Our showrunner is going to pull that up in a minute. But that's a very good question. What's the difference between a black man in England and a black man in this country? Because there are great differences. And you're right. Black men do have a lot to contend with. When a they whole leave, lot. A whole lot. They don't know if they're going to be able to come home. They don't they know. They don't know if they're going to get home alive. That's right. They don't know if they're going to get home tonight. Right. That's, my, that's... my brother won't come out here to see me because he's just heard on the news they killed black men out here. And the, thing is, and the thing is, it's true. And it's just scary to even have to Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah. Yes, yes. It is true. Uh, it yeah. is true. And it's not just true. black men although at a rate of, of 99%, but it's black, period. It's black yes, people. black and brown men. Black, period. So what we have to contend with, we shouldn't be fighting each other because we're fighting outside elements. We're exactly. fighting all those Right, and, and there's um, black women with therapists by the time our black men get home. Yes, yes, that's right, that's right. And for a black man to go home and be at home for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that's saying something. That's saying something. Because yeah. nowadays, they're picked off like flies. Black yeah. men are being picked off like flies. What does that say hey, about... Just so, well, just so you guys, you guys know, I don't know if you, you know it or not, but I, I'm, I, I wrote a book. And I, I used to be in uh, law enforcement. And I have a book that I wrote called the tragic life of a black LA cop. Oh, I and, did uh, see that. Book, yes. Yeah, my book can be uh, obtained on at truth at truthforchange.life. And the premise of my book is the reality of the 8 8 to 10 the 10 years that I was on the job that I experienced extreme racism and extreme uh issues in regards to just being black on the job that uh was not very kind to our people. So, you know, I had to write about, I had to tell my story in order to effectively release myself from, you know, the PTSD and various yes. things that I, that occurred within me uh, from my time on the job. So the story is very, very compelling. And I experienced everything from the L.A. riots to the O.J. Simpson crime scene to the situation with Christopher Dorner to the Rampart scandal. Uh, to every big thing that happened, you know, for the most part in the eight in the nineties, uh, and you know, and as a police officer, so you know, there it is, and that and that all, you know, has to do with, you know, who I am as a whole person. My whole objective is to help people. Uh, this event is stemmed around us helping the community and discussing relationships and getting our black men and women on a better page. And, uh, you know, we, we have to have these conversations in order to effectively heal. So that's the premise of my platform, truth, truth for change. In order for us to effectively change, we, gotta, we have to have conversations that are honest and forthright. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, the event is this, this Saturday, the 16th. Tickets can be obtained at the Miracle Inglewood.com. That's the Miracle Inglewood 
dot com. Okay. okay. And uh, I guarantee you, uh, it's going to be a incredible show. Uh, once again, we have Lucid Jane Eugene and Lucid, who they put on. They put on the crazy show. That's why we work together. I'm sure. And then I have Casey Veggies, who is a Rock Nation <laughs> artist who is extremely talented. He's going to be on the bill as well. And I'm not going to tell you that it's my son, but he's been in the business for 10, 10, 12, 14 years, and he's just 20-something years old. So, And then the, the other artist that's performing is the Woolmack Sisters. The Woolmack Sisters are uh, Bobby Woolmack's nieces, and they're Sam Cook's granddaughters. Okay, and they're very beautiful, and they're very talented. Good, very good. So I'm going to do be my an extremely good show. I'm going to try to go. I cannot promise, but I will try to go. It's it's really iffy for me, but I'm going to try to go. But the other thing is that Joe, between you and uh, Miss Loose Ends here, I would love to have a another dialogue with the two of you because I think I know that you bring a different perspective and putting all of this together, it has to make, it has to create a change. And one of our things here, yesterday's show is entitled Change Matters. And when I saw from Kaimi, Truth for Change, I thought, what a great marriage. What a great marriage. Because we're all looking for something that we know it's there, but is it within our reach? Is it within our reach? We've got to reach out and change the things that are going on. It's absolutely, absolutely imperative that we do that. We have to start somewhere and we have to start with ourselves. That, that, that's exactly the premise for my, my whole platform. Truth for change. Not only, not only are we going to change the dialogue with the relationship with black people versus the police without right conversation we have to talk to change it we have to do the same thing as it pertains to black love and relationships men and women have to start having honest dialogue so that we better understand each other i think half the problems is that we assume things and we don't know factually you know how things affect each other and we don't realize that we are different we're wired different so we need to make sure that we have and we understand each other a little better so that we're more sensitive to the issues that we all have, you know? And then, you know, like I said, it's just everybody is thinking about themselves and they're not thinking about the big picture. So we got to start being a little less selfish and a little bit more eager to learn more about each other. Right. Do you think that that's possible? Well, I mean, it starts with conversation. I'll say that. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that anything is impossible. It was possible for it to get to the to the level where it, it's changed now oh, and yes. where people think, you know, relationships are about money. You know, there's no what about the real love that comes along with relationships? Right. And I'm going to add a, and I'm going to add a word to what you're saying. Honest communication. Absolutely. That's the only way we're going to have it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we this, do this have show a show is predicated on that. We got a strong panel of people uh, with die. I have everything from doctors to pastors to former uh, firemen to pimps to 
Uh-oh, women who are very, very, I don't, I don't really have any pimps. Oh, yeah, thank you. I have to really. Thank you. Actually, you really, probably do have some, some undercover people. pimps. Undercover pimps. Undercover pimps. There's some pimps in there. You're not lying. Hey, we know the truth. But I, but I want I want to also make it very very clear that the women have passed the men up men up on the oh, pimp game. And, and don't, and don't hate, that's we, don't hate that the player. We got a lot of don't talking hate the to player. Do. Don't hate the don't player. Hate the player. Hate the game. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. <laughs> we he taught. Hey, we taught you guys very well. Yeah, we had to we learn from y'all because well. y'all was dogging us so but much. Look. We had to learn the game. But look, like JoJo, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I say it's either you a player or you being played. Okay, and you got to decide remember, where you want to fit. Right. Remember, you know he just mean? said he's got everybody coming. Preachers, all kinds. So that preacher, in parentheses, put pimp. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kiana, yeah. you going to okay. say something? Kiana, what are you going to say? Kiana, there she is. I just yeah. uh, wanted to offer the well, idea that well, I- um, when it comes to the way that we interact with each other, I think first, before we start even the lines of communication or anything, our first interaction with each other, which is a challenge. It has to be compassion because we are all um, still under the blanket of that which oppresses us covertly and overtly. And we really have to be, we have to come to each other with understanding first. And even if the other person is just lashing out at us, we kind of need to maybe have, take a step back and just, have some compassion first because we it, compassion is understanding that we all suffer the same thing. And I hate to use the word suffer, but we're all enduring the same thing just in different ways. And it's long standing. So there's a lot that we have to overcome before we do all of these very wonderful and beautiful, but slightly flighty things. We really, really, really have to come with compassion toward each other first. And Fine. That, absolutely. It's tough. It is absolutely tough because all of us are, are, again, we're all, you know, enduring the same thing, our own angst, our own anxieties. Um, but we are going to have to remember to, you know, throw on that, that compassion cape. So, yeah. yeah. Right. So, Joe, we were talking about, uh, yet on a call yesterday, we were talking about black love, actually. Dr. The Real oh. Deal Love will be on the show very soon. And yeah. And he is dealing with black relationships. And he's yes. the one that told me about Kevin Samuels and the disparaging things that Kevin Samuels has said. And my question to you is once again, are you a boomer? No. You are you a Gen Xer or a Gen Z? You're not a millennial. Basically no, how old are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a OG. Okay, that doesn't answer the question at yeah, all. That doesn't answer and the I'm question. And I'm gonna be like the late. I'm gonna be like the ladies and say, you don't ask a man their age. I don't have a problem with telling my age. <laughs> I don't have a problem. We're just with trying it. to figure out where you're coming from because we know yeah. a black don't crack. So we just need to get a. That's right. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. Where you come? That's what I say. So, so my yeah. question is relative to philosophy. So I'm uh-huh. a boomer. I'm a boomer, and as I always say, I do not ever mind telling my age. I could care less earth. And my point <laughs> to that is things when when I was coming up in the 50s, the 60s. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a boomer. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm a boomer. 
I'm a boomer. boomer up in the fifties, man. What okay, comes? What comes after a boomer? Oh, those are those are the people who are above eighty. Who are above eighty? Okay, I'm a boomer. Well, I'm 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 sixty four. Okay, how about that? Oh, oh, well, you're a boomer, honey. Don't get it twisted. You're a boomer. I'm a boomer. You're a boomer. Well, you said fifties. You said fifties. That's yeah, like beyond born, before me. No, no, no. I was born in fifty two. You were born in what? Sixty what? Sixty four. Okay, you were born in '64. You a boomer? I'm sorry yeah. to have oh, to okay. I thought you said. I thought I you were saying that you were boom, 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 boom. No, 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 wait. How is he a boom? He was. You said you are. You are '64, or you were born in '64. I was born in '64. Oh, okay, so right. he, he right. he's not he's not a boomer, is he? Boom, boomer begins at uh, fifty something. Boomer it yeah. ends when? There's it a uh, when is it uh, end though? Okay, boomer is. Seventy, I think there's a twenty year. Can, so you, it's some, can, you, can you look that up, please? Yeah, it's it's something like he's not uh, no seventy son. Yeah, he's not a gen. You gonna make me a boomer, and I ain't no boomer. It might be You're, more. I, it might be more <laughs> important. It might be more important to listen to a person's ideologies and perspectives as a, as opposed to sizing them up by their age. So so uh, so Joe Jones. I so Joe, that's, that's, too. that's too Colette because I, I you know. I, <laughs> That statement was for you because I, you know, I, you don't want to talk about all this boomer stuff. I know I ain't no boomer, and that so, I'm a boomer either. But go ahead. So, so my question, my question is, okay, from my from where I come from, from whence I came, okay, we had a different kind of relationship back then. The family was everything to us, and not only was our bloodline everything, but our community. We had real hope to smoke you communities. We had families. We had real, real black love that could never be disputed. We had real black love. Mm -hmm. That's why there are people my age who've been married 50, 60 plus years, and they're my age. So we had what is described as real black love. And we had a different kind of we had a different kind of culture. We had a different kind of upbringing. We had a different kind of vision. We knew a lot more. Right now, we live in a technological society. Everything is based on technology. Everything. So when we talk about going back there and getting back to the foundational aspect of Black love, my question again, we're living in an age of technology. Can we get back there? Because in order to get back there, we have to put some things aside, which is technology. So can we put yeah, I mean, I mean it, what's, what's required is, is people that have the knowledge and the understanding and the wisdom to, to be able to coach and teach and, oh. and enlighten people who, who are young and do not have that understanding and do not know about these things to, to listen. But the unfortunate reality these days is that a lot of the younger kids coming up these days, they don't want to listen. Nope, they feel they like they have all the answers yes, at this point. They got a phone. So it's they very difficult in order yes. to, to get the transition going where we're, where we're, we're teaching the lessons from the past. And, you know, these kids are so fast. They got so much going on. They don't have time to sit down and listen to what you have to say. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, the, the elders, that was, that was what we call you know, the elders, the elders had information and we were taught 
to listen to people who were older and more mature. So right. we were able to get game and be able to learn things. But now, kids these days, they, they got all that. Right? Got, right. got it right at the on Instagram and whatever else. Right. They go to Instagram and what they tell us, instead of instead of the assistance from the younger people, they say, Google it. Google it. Exactly. Okay, you can't Google <laughs> life. You cannot Google yeah. life and you cannot Google love. You cannot Google compassion. Yeah. You cannot Google respect. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. So when I hear Google, to, that's a that is such a that shuts me down. It shuts exactly. me down. Okay? Exactly. So how do we get past all of that as I said? How do we get past all of that? Well, I, I mean I, I I honestly you know, I can't give you a 100% definitive answer in that. I mean, I see, you know, you know, the, the technologi technological world becoming more and more advanced and everything is becoming more and more mechanical. So the emotional side of things is starting to dissipate. I mean, you know, we get to a point where you don't even have bank tellers in banks anymore. No. You don't have to do anything. I don't want you to talk to each. There's no physical Nowadays. conversation. No communication. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So the world, the world is changing, you know, and I think that, I think it starts with each person as a parent, you know, just really ingesting, you know, these philosophies into your own children and making sure that they know, look, you, you, you gotta, this is what you gotta do. And this is how you gotta be as opposed to allowing, you know, the internet and everything else to teach them. Yes. You know, so yes. it's, 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 it's a, it's going to be a process and it may revert back to, it may revert to something. It may not be meant to go backwards. You know, we just don't know, you know what I mean? But, but everybody has to take charge of their own household and raise their kids with the values that they want them to have. And I don't think it's going backwards. It's not going backwards. It's simply changing the mindset it's simply about changing the mindset we can't go back we cannot turn back the hands of time but we can yeah. certainly learn from True. from whence we came and that's all yeah. that it's really about and that's learning from the elder that's learning from the elders the people Absolutely. with wisdom those Absolutely. same exact people yes. that young people think don't know nothing and that they right. don't want to really listen to that's you right. know so it, it, it's you know it, 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 I, he, it's a tricky, tricky situation, and um, you know we just gotta continue to, you know, have dialogue and different things like this. I feel like this is my contribution to these circumstances is to, is to you know put people in position to have dialogue and conversation about it, so that we can look for some of these solutions. Right, absolutely. And well, uh, I, I am so I am so sorry. I owe you guys a real interview. I've never had an interview in a car like this, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, and I did it because I have another interview right now, <laughs> and I, I drove over to the location early so I can have this conversation with you guys, but I will do, I will promise you, I will be glad to, to talk to you guys again and uh, really be in, in a space where I'm in my, my studio where I can really talk to you and uh, we can make this thing happen the right way and get the information out there the right way. Joe, I was just going to say, I'm I'm look it up. I stand corrected. You, you are a boomer born in ni 1946 to 1964. You Told are you. a boomer. Told you. 
And wow, so, I, right and, I'm the ne- and I'm the next generation X because I'm born in '66. So sorry, okay. you are a boomer. <laughs> well, I'm right, well, I'm on the cusp. You right there. You right there. You right there. And 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 we're called okay. part of the better. We're ca- called part of the best generation. And the well, best. We gener- want to have you back so that we can. Because yes. I want. I want to be able to help. I, I, I want to hear you dissect this a little more. So now, I absolutely Joe Jones, look forward to it. And and I and I I got I got to say this again. Where is the love? This Saturday, love? July sixteenth. Yes. At yes. the Miracle Theater. On at two two six Market Street, right off Manchester. Okay. Starts at six p.m. Okay. We got uh, tickets at the know, door? celebrity hosts. We got Jane Eugene. We got Casey Veggies. We got uh, the, the the Womack sisters. It's going to be incredible. I promise. Can they oh, buy so tickets at the door, Joe? The musical the the miracle the miracle is the first option. And then if they can't get a ticket there, then they can't get tickets at the door. Okay, there it okay. is. Okay. And the doors open at what time? Six o'clock. At six o'clock. Okay. And Joe, yes. we will be having you back, but it's going to be in a different format. It's going to be a panel. It's going to be a two hour event because this is that important. And you and Dr. Love have really spurred some things in my head in in, in thinking about black love truth for change so we're going to do this and that's how you're going to come back to itrn radio thank okay? you so much okay. we know you have to go Sounds good. I, look, I look forward i look forward to it and i thank you ladies for having me i really appreciate the opportunity so it's jane, jane okay, wants to jane, say bye jane. to you guys as well well thank you for being with us jane and, and i'm not sure if corliss will be there on saturday I know I won't because I'm at another concert. I won't. Okay, so I'm going to do my best to see you all on. Hey, hold the door, man. Oh, you going to get it set up? (laughs) Well, we're going to let him go in and go. We're coming right now. All right, Joe, go ahead and log off. I did want to say. Okay, thank you guys so much. It was great talking to you. God bless you and all all love. All love, baby. All love. All love. Truthforchange.life. Truthforchange.life. And we will be in touch. Don't forget to log off your phone, too. Okay. So, so that is, that's really uh, interesting. And the guy that I spoke with yesterday, he didn't say anything about Joe Jones because he doesn't really know he's in Pennsylvania, but he has something else. And the interesting thing, if you, I don't listen to TikTok much anymore. And I read that people were fed up with TikTok because there was a lot of bashing, especially, yeah, there was a lot of bashing of black people back and forth on TikTok. Now, our Pat can tell you more about that than I can because I don't, I don't listen to TikTok anymore. But one of the things that I do listen to is, uh, Deraje Global, who is a music producer and he does the laws of he does the laws of attraction, which is so powerful every day, 24-7. And he brings in a lot of excellent expert material. So he's not talking just from his head. He's getting material out of his book and others. So, but Pat knows about the things that are, are said about Black love on TikTok. And it has gotten, from what I hear, and I don't know, I only hear this. It has gotten toxic on TikTok because black men and women go at it on TikTok. They go at it. 
they talk about each other. They get. Uh, I didn't know about because I'm not really a TikTok person. Somebody has to just like send me something for me to know yes. about TikTok. Yes. But and uh, but it all goes back to this: the times that we're in now, and where everybody is learning, supposedly learning about love, learning how to deal with life. It's social media, and it's unfortunate because there is that there isn't that personal touch anymore. There isn't that passing down from the grandmama to the so and so to the such and such. Um, because, like we were talking about on a show or two, whenever we talked about it about kids raising kids, or the piece where the respect piece that twenty year gap where there's the respect piece is gone, and we're not teaching our youth that respect piece. And, so, and they and and they don't want it. No, they don't they think they think it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And they don't. How would they know? That's my question. How right. would they know? Right. How would they know it's unnecessary? When did you have it and you decided that it was unnecessary? Well, that's because the parents are deeming it unnecessary. So there's that. There's just like this skip of like this ten year gap or something there where we is. just lost it. Right. And it's more than, I think it's more like 20 plus years, maybe 25 years that where we just lost it. Because as I talk about frequently, the girl that I had as a student at Crenshaw, which in a minute will be gone. Uh, What's a minute is going to be gone? Uh, Crenshaw High is going to be gone? Yeah, that's going to finally close it, close it for real? That's for a different conversation. Yes, but she was 13 wow. years old. She was 13 years old. What, and my question to her and her mother was, what can she give to a baby? What does she have to offer a baby? She's just got out of middle school. How she, what's she going to give to a baby? Wait a minute. Let me just, okay, because we got like, I know, like three minutes. Just paint the scenario. There's a 13-year-old who's had a child. 13-year-old came from Audubon to Crenshaw, left eighth grade pregnant, came to Crenshaw High School pregnant, in the ninth grade, gave birth to her baby. She gave birth to her baby in February. Her mother was also pregnant at the same time. She gave birth to her baby in April. I'm done. So what can she possibly offer to what can her mother? Her mother couldn't offer her anything and she couldn't offer her baby anything. So the cycle continues. The so, cycle continues. So at 23, her daughter is 10 years, or son is 10 years old. I'm just in the math. I'm just, oh, Lord. Okay. Mm. Okay. And then, uh, no, and then we have two minutes left. Crenshaw's closing? So Crenshaw has issues, some very big issues that didn't just happen. No, I know Crenshaw. it's been back and forth for a while, but now yes. it's for real for real. Well, uh, they haven't said for real for real. But the the scuttlebutt that's out is that Crenshaw is on life support and hanging on by a hair, not a thread, but a hair. And I've gotten several uh, messages, pray for Crenshaw, uh, check on this. I know you know uh, all of these things. And it all comes back the same. Yeah, Crenshaw is just about doomed. And is but, it just that because of the district didn't care enough or money wasn't oh, no, 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 no. or the people? It it only in an ancillary fashion has anything to do with the district. It has everything to do with the fact that there's nobody in LA in that area for Crenshaw High School. Nobody. 
That's what do you school mean nobody? What do you mean by that? Well, no, nobody black. Uh, Crenshaw at one time was the only last, the only black school in the district. It ain't no more. Okay. So Crenshaw's enrollment has dwindled, not decreased, but dwindled down to about 400 students. You can put that in your back, in your backyard. Okay. When I was there in 16, our graduating class was 164 students, 164 seniors. And I was appalled. I was appalled. I left the graduation. Uh, and what was the ratio break, breakdown of that 164? Do you kind of remember or can guesstimate? In terms of the ethnicity? Yes. Um, it, at that time in 16, it was, it was noticeably not us. It was noticeably not us. And it's been that way for quite yeah, some time. And I realized that. Yes. So it, because it of, because of the so even with it being all Latino, it's still gonna not survive. It ain't gonna be Crenshaw. It's gonna be Gutierrez Mendoza Gutierrez High School. Okay. So, and that's not anybody's fault except ours. That's our fault. So then we take our education into our own hands and we do the work ourselves and we teach ourselves the same way we did before we had this Euro institution. And we, and we should have. Yeah, we yeah. never should have allowed the things that happened. And when they put that first, it started out at $71 million. Then as time went on and those black kids carried on the way they did, the price, the cost of that renovation went up. So it's right around $200 million. And I told everybody before I left, don't you dare think that this is for you or anybody that looks like you. Don't you dare think that because everything is state of the art. State-of-the-art auditorium, state-of-the-art band room, state-of-the-art everything. And if you think that's for you, you are crazy. And it's come true. It is all we come We have to true. pick this up because I know we're at time. It's 6.01. Yes. I am sitting here like blown away. So we're going to have to pick this up next week. Thank you for listening to Intentional Talk Radio. In the mix, conversations with Colette and Corliss. And I am through. Done. Pick a fork in me done right now. Wow. Yes, and it has been a great show, even though we had some issues. Thank you for listening. ITRNRadio.com. And we will be with you on Sunday. Sunday for Everyday Lessons with Amala and Taryn. And also New Horizons, the mind-the-body connection. So we'll talk with you then. Be safe. Wear your mask. And yes, we're going back to the mask mandate. That's because of y'all that wouldn't wear the mask in the first place. So guess what? We will talk with you later. Be good to yourself. Be kind to others. There you go. There's the mask right there. That's all you're going to need because it's coming back. And if you don't do it the right way, they're going to shut the country down again. We'll talk with you then. Take care, everybody. Yeah, you know.